Are you trying to figure out how to get things done? Are you trying to look for knowledge that can actually help you do something, be something, be better at what you do? Hi, I'm Joyce Mbaya, founder of ZD, where we provide affordable online courses for Africa. This is the place for you, the ZD Podcast, where we have inspiring conversations with amazing people. And the ultimate goal is to help you know more so you can do more. Hi, everyone. So in today's podcast, I'm going to talk about how you can have an abundance mindset and overcome those feelings of scarcity, those feelings of lack when you're going through a tough time. I mean, people call January in January, <laughs> but I almost feel like for a business owner, it could almost be q worry <laughs> Like the first quarter of the year tends to be difficult. And I guess it might be like that for everyone. Um, Coming off the December vibes, you know, good times. Maybe you spent a lot. Who knows what's going on? Maybe some changes are happening. But ultimately, some of us or all of us in one way or another face moments where we feel that we don't have enough, that I'm lacking. I'm lacking financially. Um, I'm lacking because maybe I don't have the things I would want to have at a certain stage of my life. There are different ways we experience that scarcity mindset. But the thing is, um, whenever you face that scarcity mindset, it's not so much about being able to replace your scarcity I mean, you know, being able to get the things you want or the things you feel you may be lacking, it's first of all about a shift of mindset. And that's what we call the abundance mindset. Being able to shift from that space where you feel like I don't have to a space where you feel I may not have, but I look forward to having, or it's possible for me to turn this around. So I'm going to share with you in today's podcast three ways that you can shift from having a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. three ways you can shift from having a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. I defined this mindset, but let me do it again, just so I hope you can understand. A scarcity mindset is when you feel like you don't have, you feel like you lack. In fact, what happens when we're in a scarcity mindset is we tend to see the problems. We tend to see, you know, what's wrong. We tend to talk a lot about what's wrong. We tend to talk about a lot of what we don't have. I don't have this. I wish I had this and I'm going through this and, you know, and there's nothing wrong with expressing our frustrations, but you know, we definitely have a feeling of frustration and, and just disgruntlement or, you know, sadness. You could even become almost depressed, right? Because you just feel like, I wish, you know, things were different and I'm wondering why my situation is not changing. An abundance mindset is a mindset of possibility. It's a mindset where you're faith-driven, you're hope-driven. You know that certain things in your life are not what they should be, but you choose to, um, you know, just not focus on that accept it because it's reality we don't want to be you know and lacking reality about what's happening in our lives but that is not the thing that is driving you and because it's not the thing that's driving you then you put yourself in a position where you're likely to transform your physical circumstances because your mindset is a mindset of abundance um the reason i'm sharing this podcast today is because in my own life at the moment, this is at the heart of the things that I'm going through. I think more than ever, this past month has been one of the toughest financial months we've had in my business, ZD, for many different reasons, which I don't have to name. But the point is, you know, our bills haven't been paid. We are facing some challenges financially. Of course, this reflects on me directly as the business owner. And just, you know, you know, you know you're finding yourself in a situation where, I mean, assume you don't have a salary right this month and you've used up your savings and expenses you really do not have you know and there's no backup of a backup 
So I'm speaking from a place where I myself right now, my physical circumstances are not reflective of the abundance that I wish I had. And so these things I'm sharing with you are things I've really had to learn and practice myself to start to see the changes that are moving me towards reclaiming my abundance mindset or towards reclaiming the physical abundance, right? The To have the things I may be lacking, even though I haven't had them over the past you know, period. So anyway, just to get to my three main points, how do you shift from this feeling, you know, scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset? The number one, the big thing, and this is what, this is where my own paradigm shift began, was when I realized that I have to talk about my vision more than I talk about my problems. I'm going to say that again. I have to talk about my vision more than I talk about my problems. You see, when we don't have, complaining is it doesn't even feel like complaining. It just feels like, you know, I'm sharing with the people I love <laughs> what's going on in my life and hopefully they'll help me. But when you're in that space, you know, think about it over the past few days, right? If this is you right now, I mean, how many times have you just been, you know, I don't have and, oh, you know, this is what's going on. And you repeat the story over and over. And, you know, somebody who's close to you, your best friend might say, oh man, I'm so sorry. And it feels good, you know, to be able to just share and talk about the struggle and to have somebody tell you it's going to be okay. Now, I'm not saying that you should not express the frustration. No, it's very healthy to be able to express it, but express it in a wise way, right? So talk about it, yes, but talk about it with one person. Talk about it with a person who is you've strategically decided is the right person. Maybe it's not even your friend. Maybe it's your parent because maybe they are in a, the relationship you have with them allows for them to hear you out in a very wise way. If not your parent, maybe it's a therapist or a counselor. I mean, really, it, the thing is, it just has to be somebody who will not allow you to lapse into a negative state of complaint, but will listen to you objectively, offer any points of solace, allow you to let out the negative emotions, but then let you finish so you can move on. There's a difference between that and somebody who, you know, we keep coming back to this and we're in a vicious cycle of negativity because we keep talking about these problems. And this is why I'm saying one person, because I think the minute you're talking about your frustrations with more than one person, it's very hard to contain it, right? One person, two people, it's your friend, it's who, it's you. By the time you, you realize it, there's nothing else going on in your life other than talking about the problems because you're talking to so many people about it anyway, right? So my advice on this is that yes, express it, but express it wisely. Express it to the right person. And once you express it, let it go. You can't keep coming back to the conversation. Now, what do you do when you, instead of talking about the problems, you talk about your vision. In fact, this worked very well for me because at some point I was like, okay, yes, this situation is happening to me. It's happening to my business but I need to move on from that. And so every time I'm tempted to say, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, or, you know, getting to talking about those problems, I try and purpose to talk about the vision. At least let me talk about the vision as much as I'm talking about the problems, if not more. Are you with me? So what does this mean? For me, it means in that moment where I want to talk about, oh, you know, this happened with my client, or, you know, this is what's happening with our cash flows. I stop myself and start talking about you know, we want to upskill 50 million Africans. We are changing the lives of people with our online courses. I shift from 
allowing myself to just talk about the problems and start talking about the vision, talking about the intention and the greater purpose for which we exist. And let me tell you, once you do this enough, it becomes second nature. In fact, your problem ceases to exist because you realize, oh, in the face of my greater vision, these problems are not problems. They're just bumps along the road. In fact, I'm facing these bumps because my vision is so big <laughs> that I'm being tested. And so if I can just find a way to overcome what I'm going through now, you know, we'll move on and everything will be fine. It really gets you into a much better emotional space to see solutions than when you just talk about the problem. So number one, talk about the vision, talk about the intention, positive intention, more than you talk about the problems. The second thing is gratitude. I know we've all heard about this over and over again. I mean, every coach, but I don't know why it doesn't sink in. And, and I'll still repeat it because it's also so effective when you're in a scarcity space. Because again, it's all about the fact that when you don't have, all you keep seeing is what you don't have. How do to get yourself out of that? You have to see what you have, no matter how little it seems, no matter how you know, just it's not enough, right? But still it's something. So gratitude shifts you to a space of appreciation, and a space of appreciation and is what opens you up to more. It's never a space of lack, let me tell you. Lack invites lack. G appreciation invites more. So if you want the lack to stop, then don't just focus on the lack, focus on what you have. For me, how this has worked is every day, you know, I, I take a moment to just say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for my children. I'm so grateful for my children. I'm grateful for my son's laughter. I'm grateful for the food we have. I'm grateful that they are fed. I'm grateful for the home I live in. Some people are living on the streets. Can you already see? The list is so long. In fact, if you don't have any of these things, be grateful for your health. You're alive. That means your brain is working. You have a chance to turn around your situation. Somebody else is laying in a hospital bed and if they just had 10 minutes to be you with your health, they would be so excited because they don't have a way to execute anything because they can't move, they're stuck in bed. So you have the chance to get up and get out there and do something. You have more than so many people have. That's gratitude right there. So gratitude, looking at what do I have, right? And being grateful for it. So you see it and you express the gratitude. In fact, express it verbally, express it loudly. Oh, I'm so grateful um, for this food. Wow. You know, I, I might have, it might be not be the food I wanted, but it's food <laughs> and I've eaten and I'm full and I'm not hungry and I have the energy to go about my business. Thank you. Right. Um, oh my gosh, I can't drive my car because I don't have fuel. Well, I have legs. I was able to get onto a border and get to where I need to go. So I'm good. Right. I mean, all's well that ends well, you know? Um, you know, and whatever else you might be going through, oh my gosh, um, you know, I wish I could buy that new bed or something. Well, I have a bed to sleep on. Someone else doesn't even have a mattress. They're sleeping on the hard, cold floor, right? So see what I mean? It could be as basic or as big as you want it to be, but gratitude. There's always something to be grateful for. The last thing is action. Now, when you're in a scarcity mindset, it's easy to just get stuck. You get stuck because you're, you don't know what to do. You don't, oh my gosh, you know, it's just like, what do I do? What do I do? A lot of us can even find ourselves in a very lethargic space where you just want to lay down all day and feel sorry for yourself, right? Because you don't know what, you don't face the world. You don't face all these people asking you for debts, <laughs> asking you to pay bills and you don't have the money. Um, 
so it just becomes very difficult and if you allow that cycle to get into you then you're not going to proceed so action means you get up and you get going and even if it's one thing one that you've done the whole day you know it's better than nothing this for me could be like in my case it's looking at three ways you know like if it's my for my business i know the ultimate thing i need is revenue right how do i get the revenue i have to pitch someone i have to close a deal i have to do one two three so i look at that list and i just purpose that every day i have to do well five things three things whatever i can manage towards getting me to that goal now it doesn't mean that the goal will be achieved the next day it may not even be achieved be achieved in that month but at least I'm, i've gotten the momentum going towards activities that will turn my situation around now if you're looking for a job for example just sending out five applications even if it feels like i don't even know if these guys will respond it doesn't matter send them out take an action because then you allow that space where you've done the best you can do and therefore now there's room for something to change you know if you don't do anything then nothing will happen right so the little that you can do is better than doing nothing you have to take some action if it's one office you can visit in fact sometimes it doesn't even have to be a pitch it can be a meeting with somebody who inspires you you go you sit with them you have a cup of tea that's an action that's an action because it's shifting you from just looking at your problems again to looking at potentially how someone else may have achieved their own success or possibly someone else being able to give you some ideas based on what they've done that has worked you see what i mean so action whatever format the action takes it doesn't matter what matters is that you do something and that something will get you moving towards shifting your situation now there's a lot more that i could say but i think we'll leave it there i have a little bit of a cold <laughs> and i'm really praying that even as i speak now you know my voice sounds okay and if you hear any little odd things here and there just be forgiving but i just wanted to really share this message with you and i'll reiterate three ways to shift from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset number one talk about your vision more than you talk about your problems number two gratitude be grateful every day take a moment to, to list three things you're grateful for and constantly allowing that energy of gratitude and appreciation to overcome the energy of lack finally action take an action do something because doing something is better than doing nothing don't allow yourself to lapse into a space where you feel like there's no hope and you can do and you're not doing anything and you're sort of just laying around feeling sorry for yourself no take action no matter how small that action is it's still something that gets you towards shifting your current situation thank you for your time i'm glad i've been able to share this with you today and i look forward to engaging you with you again in next week's podcast This week's episode has come to an end, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like and share, comment, get involved, let us know what you think, what you want to learn next and join us next time.